drums are going tonight She hears only whispers of some quiet conversation She's coming in 12.30 flight The moonlit winds reflect the stars that guide me towards salvation I stopped an old man along the way Hoping to find some long-forgotten words of ancient melodies He turned to me as if to say Hurry boy, she's waiting there for you Life of Caligula, episode 10. Better than Weezer. Anyway. I think so. Yeah. I think that's better than Weezer. Yeah. It's from right. the heart. It's, got, it's, got, it's from the heart. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I made myself so, so happy doing that. My <laughs> wife just worked, walked in here wearing a silky black oh, nightgown the, that she almost never wears. Turn the computer uh, around. It's a She's Jesus. completely butt. No, she's not butt naked. She's got panties on. Okay. What? She's got boo panties. Na- why are you completely naked in my office oh. while I'm trying to focus on serious stuff? I can't concentrate nope. now. Focus on my needs. I need a ruler. Focus on Ray. How can't focus on Ray right now? You're Ray's like focused elsewhere. Semi naked in my office. Yeah. What am I? I need that can I take a photo and send it no. to Ray? Look, I'm going. You. Is this what you mean? Well, that's the T-square. Yeah, that's for doing like a 90 degree angle. No. Go uh, that's kinky. Okay. I like that. I just, I tried to get a photo, but yeah. she was running too right. fast. Bring the blurry. T-square. Oh, yeah. Oh, and scene. Shout out out to Jean-Michel Grignon and uh, Stephanie Noel, who sent some uh, Christmas gifts over the Christmas season. Nice. Um, uh, Jean-Michel had been to Cuba, and he sent me an amazing pack of uh, posters and and money with Che Guevara on it, poster of Fidel. It's up on my wall now. Uh, postcards from Cuba with uh, Fidel and Che and people on. Fantastic. Uh, and some cigars. So thank you to Jean-Michel and Stephanie Noel, who always says I mispronounce yes. her name. So Noel, Noel, Noeli, uh, Nov- N- 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 Newell. Uh, I, I can't remember how she said it, but she's uh, our Canadian listener who's been living in Japan. Yes. Every year for the last few years, she said both of us a, a, a stunning... Yes. Gift array. pack of crazy, an array of crazy <laughs> Japanese candy, uh, which oh, never fails right. to oh, make kids. everyone in our yes. house happy. Arr, 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 arr. Fox. Cookie monster, yeah, 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 fabulous. Uh, thank you so much. But I know uh, it's our last, our last yes. ever Japanese gift pack from Stephanie. She's moving back to Canada, <laughs> so. Um, uh, with uh, with uh, Prince Harry, she wants to be close I to Prince it. Harry, as I understand. That was it. my plan. So if uh, if we have any other listeners in Japan, there's a gap now. The yeah, uh, yeah. the Christmas, the Japanese Christmas Pass gift the pack. Do you see this this fucking moron on iTunes who was slagging off our show? An American, of course, as always, right. saying we spend the first fifteen minutes of every episode plugging our merchandise. What, so, what merchandise? What a sh- stupid cunt! With that, buy my book, <laughs> The Psychopath <laughs> Epidemic, out now. It's uh, about him. Right. Com. Right. Yeah, it's about people who write <laughs> stupid-ass fucking oh. iTunes reviews. Back to Caligula actually, and his favourite... Actually, I'm sorry. Oh, you got something to just, plug? Just, well, <laughs> no, no, because we don't do that. No, I just want to give a big shout-out to Jason Benzadian, who sent both of us, and yours is on the way, 
3D printed bust, mini busts of Caligula. I've got mine here. Oh. I'm stroking it as we talk. Oh, and, I bet you. Yeah. What about the bust? Oh, that's right here on the desk. Uh, and yours is right. on the way. So uh, thank you to Jason for that. Mwah. Thank you very much. Another Canadian uh, being nice to us. Is it? Nazi sexy. <laughs> I'm not sure. It's. I know it's. Sexy. But is it? <laughs> Nazi sexy. That's I'll let you decide for yourself when you get yours. Just yeah. love it. Love and it. And I love mine. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> anyway. I got some new clips. This is my favorite. Hambo, hambo, way you been? <laughs> so wrong. <laughs> so wrong. My stage name, bitch. <laughs> Back to Caligula. Yeah, Thank you, Jason, in advance. Back to Caligula on his favourite pastimes. He loved he loved to gamble. Yeah. Uh, Caligula. Um, was also known to be a, a big cheat when he <laughs> when he gambled. Creative um, player, I think, is the term you're looking for. But of course, his absolute favorite <laughs> thing right. in the whole world. Yeah. His absolute favorite <laughs> thing. Was to. I'm gonna fuck them all. I'm gonna fuck them all. <laughs> that was his favorite thing. Here I come, ladies. <laughs> and, and men. He used to say. My goal is to fuck so hard <laughs> that he would be. Going to hell. Yeah. I don't remember anyway. <laughs> he uh, he loved to fuck. Yes. Caligula. Women and men. And. By the way, speaking of uh, farm animals, uh, <laughs> I saw in the news yesterday that a, the uh, a bunch of white supremacists were going to march on the Capitol Jesus building in H. Virginia. Yes, that's on Monday. And the yeah, the governor had to ban. They were going to go fully yeah. armed. The governor has right. had to ban guns right. and all other weapons well, on the Capitol grounds. They're going to bring guns anyway. And and I immediately thought it was because I jokingly said to you that they were banning uh, incest and uh, bestiality in Virginia, and you were so upset <laughs> you were going to march on the exactly. Capitol. Yeah, over my. I've dead since body. found out that that was that was fake news. That's right. not why they're marching. Um, but uh, so stay safe in Virginia, man. It's like. Look, it's America's America's doing great. I mean, I can just tell from the news stories. Yeah. It's just doing great. It's a beacon to the world when armed white militias yeah. are marching on the capital of uh, Virginia. You know, it's just a sign that oh. it's robust. It's everything's nice and fine. healthy everything, and see everything's here. fine. Move along. Move yeah. along. Yeah. So anyway, he liked to fuck women and men. Yeah. Uh and and apparently, like his uh, grandfather Augustus, was wont to just yeah. look around at a dinner party. Yeah, uh, you, you know, first course <laughs> out of the way. You're waiting on the second course. Right, it's taking a little bit longer than you had expected. Yeah, the chef you're like, to get you know what? Right. I like a little bit of an in. Yeah. Yeah. I like a little bit of an in betweener. <laughs> An in-betweener course. Right. It's not like a you know, like uh, Chrissy. Chrissy and I will often have an afternooner. Right. Uh, if we can, if we can distract yeah, Fox, uh, uh, a little bit of a quickie in the afternoon. Afternoon delight. Just to take the take yeah. the pressure off. Yeah, take the pressure off the day. Right. It's one of the great things about when you both 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 of you work from home, as you know. Boom. Well, you don't know because your wife doesn't work at home. You just you and oh, the I, dog. I, you I, still know. I still get it every um, afternoon. Uh, yeah, anyway, yeah. I don't want to yeah, talk about that. Yeah. yeah. No, you have to march on the Capitol. Uh, you know, one of the great things about husband and wives working at home is you can do that kind of thing. Right. Um, and if she keeps walking here in that little oh, black negligee on, in on the air. mornings. On air. <laughs> <laughs> nearly happened then on air, I tell you. Um, he went in between courses at these dinner parties. Right? He would just... Point you now, <laughs> you me now. Back Dress room, let's go. let's go. Boom. Well, no, they they were already dressed up. They're at a dinner party. It would take them out the back. They would fuck right. their brains out. Come back, and then this is my favourite bit. He would rate their performance in front of their husbands <laughs> to see if they would agree. 
Really, I find her uh, 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 foreplay to be where she puts it most. But if you say so, uh, Emperor, you're the guy that's in charge. So, so yeah, I mean, he, he, I guess he would give like a, a rating system. He would talk about the good, the, the, the pros and the cons, and they look around and go, uh, yeah, so in case any of you ever fuck her, that's what you can expect. Um, and what, uh, what he would always say afterwards when he would come back into the dinner party, I actually have a, a recording that, that was dug up by archaeologists. Mm. Oh, your majesty. How's it going, Marie? It's got to be the king. <laughs> Love that movie. Love that movie. <laughs> it's got to be the king, is. is what he yeah. would say. Oh, yeah. yeah. He's 24 years old, so fuck, fuck your brains out. Really? Is he that old at this oh, stage? Wasn't he 24? Now you're making me confused. Yeah, with yeah. Uh, Lorenzo. Yeah, Lorenzo 20, was 20. Caligula, 24. He's 20, because we're doing Lorenzo yes. in our other show. Oh, yeah. Suetonius yeah. <clears throat> wrote, To some, he personally sent a bill of divorce in the name of their absent husbands and had it entered... In the public records. Huh. Uh, listen, um, <clears throat> your husband's divorced you. Uh, he apologises that he couldn't communicate that himself. He asked me. Uh, yeah. I had to... Uh, he asked me to do it uh, just as he asked me to send him away uh, on a <laughs> I, very important mission for yeah. a year. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and he will be out incommunicado for that time. Top secret. Can't... Can't risk his uh, communications being caught by the enemy. It'll be worth it. Yeah. By the way, he asked me not only to communicate uh, the fact that he wanted to divorce you, but he asked me to take care Mm -hmm. of you. And by take care of you, I mean sexually (laughs) while he's away. Um, So there you have it. Not a lot of talking, just you're divorced, lay down, and off. we're off to the races. Now, some of his mistresses are recorded in the ancient books. There was a prostitute named Paralysis. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Bit close to paralysis <laughs> for my book. I'm not sure. Although it's a good way to get paralyzed, right. I guess, if you're going to be paralyzed. Um, Ania, the wife of Macro, we've mentioned before, and she will come up a bit later on in the story. Nymphidia. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a name. There's a name for a mistress. If too close to chlamydia. If, but what do I know? What do I know? <laughs> I've never had it, uh, for the record. Never had it. Nymphidia or Nymphidia, Nymphidia. They say she's got chlamydia. <laughs> Nymphidia, the daughter of Callistus. Do you know that song? I've played that before, right? Okay. So. Oh, my God. Let me play this for you. This is like one of my favorite songs. See if you can guess who's singing it. Ah, this meeting brings back memories. Childhood days, lemonade, romance. My life was wrapped around a circus. Her name was Lydia. I met her at the World's Fair in 1900, marked down from 1940. Ah, Lydia. She was the most glorious creature under the sun. Thais, Dubarry, Gabo. Rolled into one. Oh, Lydia, oh, Lydia, say, have you met Lydia? Lydia, the tattooed lady. She has eyes that folks adore so, and a torso even more so. Lydia, oh, Lydia, that encyclopedia. Oh, Lydia, the queen of tattoo. On her back is the Battle of Waterloo. Beside it, the wreck of the Hesperus, too. And proudly above waves the red, white, and blue. You can learn a lot from Lydia. (laughs) (laughs) Was that one of the Marx Brothers? I have no idea. I have no idea. Yes. Good call. Groucho. Groucho, okay. From a day at the the races, I I think. I see that. Oh man, growing up, I love the Marx Brothers. Like every weekend, that's all they'd have on TV when we had like one one, one television exactly. station in Butterbur. Yeah, I watched the Marx Brothers. Love the Marx Brothers. Anywho, how'd yes. uh, I get onto that? Oh, Nymphidia. Yeah. Now she was the daughter of Callistus, who was uh, a Greek imperial freedman mm-hmm. 
who, as we'll see later on, became one of Caligula's closest advisors. And rich. Uh, Sorry. And rich, yes, very rich. Um, and then later on, during the reign of Nero, a guy called Nymphidius Sabinus mm, turns right. up. He's the Praetorian prefect, and after Nero's death, he claims to be the illegitimate child of Nymphidia and Caligula and tries to get himself declared emperor, which doesn't end well when his own soldiers kill him. So, um, but good attempt and and quite possibly true. I mean, he was banging. Quite possibly, quite possibly he was the illegitimate child. Yeah. Now, Caligula also apparently slept with the wife of the consul Asiaticus uh, at one of these dinner parties, then afterwards complained that she wasn't much good. (laughs) I'd give her a two if I'm being generous. I mean, she did swallow, (laughs) but uh, she didn't moan with delight when she was doing it. So, you know, know. yeah, I don't know. Um, Later on... (laughs) After Caligula's murder, Asiaticus was accused of being involved, and he said, "I, I wish, I wish I had been." Basically, Ooh. well, I wasn't, but really, I wish, I wish right. I had. Dick. So, fair enough. Yeah, good. Guy. <laughs> Dick, he he, fu- he not only fucked his wife at a dinner party, but then said, yeah, uh, yeah, "She's not much yeah. good." I don't I'm know. Impressed. I think he could do yeah. better. I think yeah. I would enjoy dessert more than her. Uh, I was, yeah, wasn't into it. And speaking of dessert. Uh, the actor Nesta. Yeah, they spent a lot of time together. Um, and of course, when you have something like that and he's this fuck machine at age 24, rumors are going to start around. It certainly doesn't help when Caligula kisses Nestor in public. And I think we mentioned this last time. I really can't remember. Uh, there comes a point when um, senators are kissing uh, supposedly the foot or feet of Caligula, but this actor who, as we all know, um, Caligula loved actors. He loved the stage and dance and singing. He kisses this guy in, on the lips in public, so that certainly doesn't stop the rumors. So was he his lover? Who knows? But I don't think Caligula gave a fuck. I think he was just enjoying life. Yeah. Um, you know, he would he would kiss Nestor in public, according to Suetonius, uh, and if Nestor was performing, oh, anyone made the oh, slightest shit. noise, yeah. Caligula would personally... <laughs> Drag him from his seat and beat the shit out of people. So I think, as you said in a that, previous episode, right. uh, that's a that's a real fan of the theatre right there. Um, should have more of that, I think, don't, at concerts. Don't come in late. Don't leave early, and don't you oh. fucking cough. I swear to God, don't you cough. Because yeah, imagine ma- imagine the boss. Right. You know, the boss is up right. there. Uh, he's uh, doing a number. And then somebody comes in late. He jumps down off the stage and beats them to death with his Fender Stratocaster. I mean, I, I'd pay to see that. I would, I would too. But, but speaking of man-on-man action, not that there's anything wrong with that, that does bring to mind one of our worst-selling coffee mugs, which is a picture of Caligula, and it says, a hole is a hole, a mouth is a mouth. I don't know why, but those aren't moving off the shelf as much as the other ones. I, I'm, I'm going to send it to marketing and see what they can do for me. Barry and Stan. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> I got nothing. Nesta, yeah. uh, the actor, went on later to sleep with the Emperor Claudius's wife, the Empress Messalina. Oh, shit. And he also slept with Pompeia Sabina the Elder, the mother of the Empress Pompeia, the second wife of Nero. So this guy was basically Brad Pitt. (laughs) He was just fucking everything. Or getting fucked. Same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was ancient Rome's Brad Pitt. I would love Brad Pitt. Anyway. Uh, yeah, you and Dax Shepard, man. You ever listened to Dax Shepard's podcast? No, no, I have not. You know who Dax Shepard yeah, is? Yeah, the yeah. Uh, actor, director? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Husband of, what's her the face? Who's his wife? Former husband of that blonde um, who's got her own show, but I don't know names. But I know who he is. Not former well, wife. He, he was married, uh, and now I think he's married again. No, he's married to, he's married to Kristen Bell. He's got a podcast. I've listened to a few of them. It's pretty good. Um, 
one of these things where he gets a lot of celebrities on, you know, and I'm kind of, I don't like to listen to a lot of celebrity interview podcasts because, quite yeah. frankly, fuck celebrities. Right. But, Thank you. Um, but uh, he, he, one of Chrissy listens to him a lot. One of his things is he's like, he's got like serious man love for Brad Pitt. He just talks about Brad Pitt all the time, how, how awesome he is, how great his body is, and how he basically wants to fuck Brad Pitt. And his right. wife has given him, a, you know, a, an open ticket on that. Like, yeah. yeah, like you get an opportunity to fuck Brad Pitt, go for it. You know, I, I know it's important That's to him. Help. Be like Chrissy no. does, Chrissy has given me one of those with Quentin Tarantino. Look, just. just if you know, if you up. want to fuck Quentin, just yeah. do it. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Anywho, yeah. um, where were we? Oh, now yes. So that was Nesta. He was uh, he was a he was a boss. Now Caligula also supposedly uh, slept, as I think I said in an earlier episode, with his brother-in-law Marcus Lepidus. Um, <laughs> which we will get to in more detail later as well, and Valerius Catullus. Now, not the poet of the same name, right. not Iromabo et Pedicabo. That was uh, Sextus. Uh, no, who was that, Calarus? Oh, there's another Valerius class. This is the one he slept with, is Sextus Tadius Valerius Catullus, Suffolk consul in 31. Suetonius writes, Valerius Catullus, a young man of a consular family, publicly proclaimed that he had violated the emperor and worn himself out in commerce with him. Violated, uh, being buggered. Right. Um, Mm. Apparently Caligula was happy being a bottom, and we didn't see that in the film. Now, say what you want about the Caligula film, and I I know a lot of our listeners are still watching it. Uh, Amanda Kipax... (laughs) Uh, and her man, uh, Ricky, watched it recently. Rerun. She posted about Rerun. it on Facebook. Yeah. I was like, what did you think? And they were like, eh, <laughs> I don't think they were that into it. Um, a lot of other people, uh, somebody, I can't remember who, somebody Facebooked us and said, uh, can't find it anywhere. Can you tell me where to get it? I said, Opera, you know, go to Channel Torrent. Gave him some pointers right. there because it is hard to find on the streaming services, particularly if you want to get the full uncut. Yeah uncircumcised, right, big swinging dick <laughs> version, right? So people are still out there watching it. Um, yeah, uh, but we didn't see that. I mean, there's a lot of crazy shit, but we didn't see Caligula getting rogered himself and loving it in the film. Unfortunately, I, I would have liked, yeah. I would have liked to have seen yeah. that. I think that would have been, yeah. that would have, like we saw him fisting somebody's yeah, as asshole right. while wearing a ring, a big fucking imperial ring, right. but we didn't see him... Being uh, Rogered uh, up the uh, poop shoot himself, which I think they should have put that in. Yeah. I think that would have been His, good. I think it would have would have and it would have humanized. Uh, well, maybe. Let's not suggest. Let, let's not make the mistake of thinking anything in Suetonius when it comes to Caligula is yeah. historically accurate. But uh, yeah, would have would have just humanized yeah. Caligula yeah, yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah. I think. But then there's. Well, I, I don't know if you wanted to to uh, to get off of that particular sexual partner because yeah, supposedly he yeah he wore himself out and I think he was worn out doing it before Caligula was worn out receiving and I think he was kind of saying wow we've got a really good emperor who knows how to take it who knows but the point is he he seems to have gotten around and 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 all these different things are possible but obviously we can't say for sure nobody can and that's part of the problem. Now, to counter the fact that he was happy being a bottom, before he became emperor, attacks on his masculinity led to charges of maestas. Yeah. Remember old, good old Sexy P, um, not, the, not the original Sexy P, but the, the, the new Sexy P, Sextius Paconianus, Paconianus. He was the Praetorian who killed Cianus. And then who Thibaut alleged was chosen by Cianus to execute Caligula. And he was arrested but allowed to live because he gave up other conspirators, right. uh, along with Thibaut's old friends, Cotta Messalinus and Sextus Vestilius. But they were accused of having spread rumours about Caligula's, uh, let's, shall we say, uh, morals. right. right. Yeah, while he was still on Capri, yes. 
And people said, oh, Maestas, Maestas, Maestas. And Timbo laughed it off as table talk, remember? Right. He was like, oh, listen. Boys will be boys. So he said, Caligula yeah. takes it up the ass. Who cares? Who hasn't? Which of us <laughs> haven't taken it up the ass, you know, now and again? You know, yeah. it, keeps, it keeps it flowing. That's what I say. It's, it's like uh, a pink it's like enema is what I call it. It's a health right. thing. Right. It is okay. maintenance. Anal the maintenance. pink enema. Anyway. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, that's coffee a mug. Coffee <laughs> mug, right there. Lately. Anyway, and and it's a it's gone on my soundboard. <laughs> Anal <laughs> maintenance. Uh, and you know, do you, <laughs> do you know uh, do you know how you do? Anal maintenance? No. Probably did it with his dick. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't know. I wasn't there, but probably. <laughs> Here I come, ladies. <laughs> so. Oh, right. <laughs> but the point, my point is that mentioning Caligula's sexual tendencies was in the realm of Maestas before he became emperor. Oh, shit. But once he was emperor, and remember, he threw out Maestas. Right. One of the first yeah. things that he gone. did was like, Maestas, gone. Don't it's need Maestas. that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, once he was emperor, he was out and proud. Yeah. He was taking it up the poop chute. Nobody and can tell me Taking up the, the, yeah. the, chocolate, starf- the chocolate starfish, <laughs> and, and people were bragging about it. Right. And it was all good. But also remember... When he first became emperor, he banished the spintriae, right. the sexual perverts, a.k.a., and had to be restrained from drowning them, Yes, according to some of the sources. Right. By the way, I think somebody, maybe maybe Nick Milne, somebody, I can't remember, somebody uh, sent me some great images of uh, coins that have been dug up with spintriae on them. Okay. Very, very sexy coins of uh, two men fucking um, that have, were dug up. Right. I think from Pompeii originally. I think when we first covered this, was, these things were found in Pompeii. Um, so anyway, I think Caligula's policy uh, when he becomes emperor is: listen, when I get fucked up the ass, it's okay. Right. Um, as a matter of fact, when I get fucked up the ass, it is sexy. But but not Nazi sexy. <laughs> when everybody else does Nazi sexy. All right, Hitler. Yeah, just shut up. Um, listen. Want to make your country great again? Get a fascist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Italian. No. Uh, <laughs> but when you do it, so as I said, when I get fucked up the ass, it's sexy. When you do it, it's disgusting. Right? Yeah. Actually, I think that's the policy of a lot of um, yeah. Republican, Republican senators, congressmen, and uh, evangelical priests yes. in the U.S., as we'll I understand get it. get caught in the bathroom. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah, if, if I get a blowjob uh, from God's a man will. in a public bathroom in a park, right. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. If you do it, go, no, go you, that's terrible. Yeah. You're going, yeah. you're going to hell. To hell. Yeah. yeah. Well, I find it interesting that he gets he bans the perverts, brings back the actors who are, let, let's face it, in Augustus' time were, were considered, you know, you entertain you don't don't do anything else you know you ha- you serve a purpose and that's it and at the same time he's out and proud about his own sexuality so in some ways i think it's just kind of all over the place but he doesn't care after being a prisoner on capri for what 6 years i can't remember exactly he can now do anything he wants he doesn't have to justify it and so he is if it sends mixed signals fuck up it do- it does literally does not matter to him and of course we have to Continue to remind ourselves that half of these stories could be complete bullshit. Probably are. Right? Yes. A- anti-Caligula propaganda. Exactly. All right, back to horse racing. Now, apparently, this is true, he built his own racetrack Damn. on his estate, which was near where the Vatican is today. They called it the Trans-Tiberium, Trans-Tiberium, across the Tiber. It was actually uh, also known as the Gaianum after him, Gaius, Gaianum. And he spent a fortune on horses, not quite as much as Tony Kynaston, but uh, (laughs) a lot. Exactly, yeah. A lot of, a lot of horses. And one of his fellow chariot drivers was a future emperor. Wow, 
was that the Vitellius who were now were they riding together or was Vitellius riding one of his Caligula's horses when he has a very nasty fall? I couldn't quite work that out. Yeah, no, I don't know. They were either in the same chariot or different yeah. chariots, but yeah, he fell and had a limp for the rest of his life, mm. and he ends up being uh, killed by Vespasian. Right. Uh, not necessarily because of the limp, right? But uh, he was he was very young, a friend of Caligula's, uh, just a you know equestrian, yeah. goes on to become emperor wow. briefly. Hmm. Now, uh, did you read about the colour system that they had in the stables at the time? Well, it reminded me a lot of the... I just thought it was funny. What little I know, it reminded me of what we just covered in the Renaissance show. Originally, there were Mm -hmm. only the red and the whites um, for the longest time. I guess it was two specific stables. That was their colours. But later on in the uh, first century, there's going to be the greens and the blues. And so I guess there's these different stables. They have their designated colors. And probably like a lot of professional football teams or sports teams, I guess everybody had their favorites, the, their champions, the people that they supported. And Caligula, which color oh, was he? shoot. Uh, green, I'm guessing. Mm. He was a he was a green man. He was a big fan of the green stables, right. and uh, again, according to the uh, histories, would have the horses and charioteers of the other stables poisoned, so mm. the green team could win. Um, and he would often dine at the green stables. He would shower their drivers with gifts. One of them, a, uh, a rider called Eutychus. Right. At one point, got a gift of two million sesterces from Caligula. There's no point. And was allowed to use the Praetorians to build stables for his horses. Damn. He's really into it. He's really into it. At least it's not (laughs) drugs. It's not little boys. It's horse racing. But he's he's not fiscally responsible, which is going to bite him in the ass later. But he was fistily... No, he wasn't fistily responsible. Because if you're fistily responsible, right. you take your ring off when yeah. you are fisting I, I someone. I, just, I learned that courtesy. the hard way. It's a courtesy. <laughs> yeah. Oh. You couldn't sit down for a month after Vegas. Um, now, Caligula even had his own favourite horse, the very famous horse, Incitatus, mm-hmm. this is the horse he allegedly later wanted to make a consul, uh, probably bullshit or, or, or a joke yes. that, that took on uh, different proportions. He probably said something like, you bunch of fuckheads are so dumb, uh, I could appoint my horse a consul and they'd do a better job. Right. And everyone well, was like, oh, he wants to make his horse a consul. Well, let me ask you this. And, and prepared for these shows, do you get the sense that Caligula being spending years on Capri, seeing some crazy shit, probably having crazy shit done to him, whether it was voluntary or not. The fact that he's now 24 years old, the fact that he now has absolutes of power. I'm starting to get the sense that this guy, and, and we talked about this on a previous show, he loved to shock people. I'm really starting to get the sense that he made outrageous statements all the time like this. He was only joking. The people that were with him, I think knew that he was joking, but this shit gets written down and through the passage of time, it gets twisted, especially if you want to impugn his character. You, you would not make it clear that he was being sarcastic, but I'm really getting the sense that this guy would just let fly with outrageous statements, not caring because who's going to tell him no. And it gets used against him in the history books. Hambo, Hambo, where you been? <laughs> Fucking Italian. <laughs> yeah. Outrageous stuff. He used to say. Yeah. I don't that know. would be used, clearly used used against him. You know? I just got that. Like, good, good one, Cam. <laughs> I just got that. I just got that. Like the time when he was going around calling Philo the... The Jew hammer. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Maybe. I mean, uh, I, I, I think... Based on what we know about Tiberius's attitude towards the Senate and Roman aristocracy in general, uh, Caligula probably adopted a lot of that view and um, mm. probably has very little respect for any of these people, probably treated them 
like the rabble they mostly were and uh, joked around a lot. We know he liked a good joke. Yeah. Uh, unlike Tiberius, very stern Tiberius. Cal- Caligula loved to laugh, loved a good joke, loved to party, um, loved having comedians around him. And we'll, one of his uh, freedmen in particular we'll talk about later. Um, so, yeah, he loved to joke. And maybe a lot of the stuff that he said, including about have, fucking his own sister, uh, may right. well have just been a joke. Oh, yeah, Drusilla's so hot, I'd love to fucking tap that ass yeah. and people and then it you know it turned into this thing right. um it's a bit like it, what it reminds me of is um one day when this jew in jerusalem said oh jesus yeah he came back oh <laughs> did he yeah he came back three days later man we partied for a while but then he left again right. two thousand years later people are like right. oh that's really that, that really happened no he was <laughs> drunk <laughs> peter was drunk when he was telling people that he was shit-faced um, uh, but that bit got edited out of the story. People, right. you know, forgot that he was shit faced drunk when he said it, and and uh, on the run from the Romans. Well, now, yeah. Suetonius also claims that Caligula had a stable of marble with an ivory manger, purple blankets, and a collar of precious stones built for Incitatus. Um, and 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 why not? Why not? If you're gonna, if yeah. you love your pets, that's what you do for them. He would, uh, and apparently, Incitatus, not Caligula, Incitatus, the horse, right, would invite senators to attend banquets <laughs> in his marble stable. <laughs> he would eat oats mixed with gold flakes oh, and uh, have a conversation with the uh, senators about uh, events of the day. Caligula also apparently, according to Suetonius, intended to make Incitatus a priest. Yeah, I So, you know, either these are lies spread by Caligula's enemies to make him sound insane. Yeah. Or he was insane, but I don't think that's... I don't think he was insane. Or, as I said, these are jokes. He was joking around and they got taken out of context. Yeah. Um, like 100 years from now. Oh, God. Oh, my God. I people will be saying, you, you know, Cam and Ray really did fuck in Vegas. Um, it must have happened. Right. They talked about it all the time. Why would they talk about it if it didn't happen? It's like Christians say to me about yeah. <laughs> Jesus's resurrection. Why would they have talked about it if it didn't happen? It doesn't make any sense. Okay. Yeah, because people never talk about stuff that didn't happen ever. Yeah. Yeah. They never ever have ever done that it's ever. Like the phoenix <laughs> rising and birds telling omens and shit like that. Yeah. Yeah, the Loch Ness monster's real. Right. Leprechauns. <laughs> And unicorns, they're all real people. They've just hidden away from humans because you don't believe in them and that hurts their feelings. That's what I was told when I talked to the Loch Ness Monster uh, last year. True story. Caligula also increased the number of races held on festival days. Back in JC's day, there were 10 to 12 races per day on the festivals. Caligula doubled it to 24 he also introduced new festivals, one for his mother, one for his sister, Drusilla's birthday, and then one for Thibaut's birthday, Aww. which we'll talk about more later on. And he uh, obviously he loved the, the theatre, as we said before. Um, you might recall back in the good old days, Thibaut had banished actors yes. from Rome for causing trouble. Well, Caligula brought them back, baby, lavished them with money, spent lots of time with them. He could do no you wrong. You want to talk about some of these actors? Uh, he could do no wrong for the, for, I guess, because we were saying this on the previous episode, for the first six months, I mean, he's a rock star. Everybody's just thankful that he's not Tiberius. Every decision he makes meets with applause. You know, the Senate loves him. And maybe that was more out of desperation. Not that they have much of a choice because of macro. But yeah, so he, he, he lavishes the actors with money, just like he does uh, other people that, that he likes. If If you... Caught his fancy, you might end up with a million sisters. You never know. But out of his all the actors that he liked, I think we mentioned um, 
Nestor already, who was supposedly his lover. There was also Apelles, who was uh, the most famous actor of the day. Uh, and he, again, they would just spend a lot of time together. And um, as much as Sula, I don't know if, if you remember this, but Sula absolutely loved the theater. But as you were hinting at earlier, Caligula takes that shit very seriously. We were talking about how, how keen he was. Do not come in uh, late. Don't come in early. Don't cough. Don't make any kind of noise. But he certainly had his favorites. And he showered them with praise and money all the time because I don't know if he really had much experience with money, but he gets into the to the uh, prin- uh, he becomes princeps. He hears there's a shit ton of gold in the treasury because of uh, how conservative uh, Tiberius was, and he starts spending it like there's no tomorrow, which is going to come back later and cause some tension for him. Apparently, uh, during one performance in the theatre, an equestrian uh, created some sort of disturbance. Caligula didn't just beat this guy up. He told him to go to King Ptolemy of Mauritania and bring him back a can of dehydrated water and a left-handed screwdriver. And the guy had to because he's talking to the princeps. You pissed me off so much, I want you out of my sight for months. Mm. It's better than killing him. Mm. Right? Mm. So. Mm. Oh, I guess. <laughs> Although you can't come back without them, so oh, it's basically point. banishment. Good yeah. Um, and Caligula wasn't just a member of the audience. He liked to dress up in robes and wigs and get up on stage, <clears throat> even as emperor. Yes. He would get up on stage, dressed up, join in the songs and the dances, according to legend anyway. One of the wackiest <gasps> stories about him is that on one occasion... He ran around and summoned the men of the Senate in the middle of the night, pretending he had some urgent business to to discuss with them. Sire, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. When they all gathered, he uh, did a dance (laughs) for them. He invented, he said, look, I've just invented this thing. I call it moonwalking. I think it's right. I think it's gonna be huge, but um, then again, I might be right. ahead of my time. Right. But uh, let's right. tell me what you think. Then the Macarena. I'll t- um, yeah, I'll teach yeah. you. I'll teach you how to do it next. <laughs> right? Okay, so bend, bend your left leg, make the other one go backwards, straight, right, snap it, right. and then bend that one, straighten <laughs> this one, and drag it back. Now- so you get, no, you're doing it wrong. Anyway, so here's the best part: if you do it right, it will look like you're walking forward. But wait for it; you're really going backwards, huh? 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 Yeah. Like, uh, what? Uh, one question, uh, yeah. your, your your Majesty. What, what? What's what's a moon? <laughs> and how would one walk on the moon? Don't just don't get you know bogged what? down in the details. I'm a, I'm a, yeah, I'm a big yeah, picture guy. Yeah. Big picture. Listen, go yeah. to. Can you go to King Ptolemy of Mauritania for me? <laughs> Get me uh, uh, <laughs> a Pepsi. No, just wait until it's invented. Just stay there until, yeah. Until, okay. yeah. Yeah, dick. Now, uh, but uh, there are also stories about his eloquence and intellect. Josephus says he was one of the best orators of his day, especially good at giving an impromptu speech, right. and was even supposed to have written a book on oratory. So, yeah. uh, you know, there are stories uh, that, that go, you know, like some of the stories he comes across as batshit insane. Right. Other versions of it say, well, actually, no, he was very intelligent, very eloquent. Even Tacitus, although we don't unfortunately have Tacitus's book on this period, um, it and uh, disappeared with the, the Jesus book where Tacitus um, uh, admits that right. he invented Jesus as a way of shutting the Jews up. Um, nice. uh, uh, <laughs> Tacitus <coughs> does write, I think, in the life of uh, uh, maybe Claudius, that even though Caligula's mind was disturbed, right. it didn't affect his power of speech. His mind uses the word turbata for disturbed. His mind was turbata, but it did not affect his vis decendi or decendi, the power of speech. So even Tacitus, who we know is not a big fan of these guys, generally speaking, a big fan of Germanicus, though, but uh, I don't think he's a big fan of Caligula, um, says, look, yeah, there was something wrong with him, but uh, he was still a brilliant speaker. Hmm. 
I, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to call bullshit on that. Let's say you're a senator. You go to the theater one night. You're taking your wife out. You got a babysitter for the kids. This is your one one a month uh, date night. You go out. Someone coughs. You watch the 24, 25-year-old 24, um, princeps go drag the guy, beat the shit out of him. Later that night, he calls you to his to his residence. You think there's war with Parthia. It turns out he wants to show you his new dance. Anyway, okay, so you get over that. The next day, you go to the Senate. He gives a speech, the impromptu speech, and the senator turns to you and goes, oh my God, wasn't that one of the greatest speeches you ever heard? And I think he just made it up on the fly. You're going to go, yes. I think it was an amazing speech because I don't want to go to Egypt or get the shit kicked out of me. I mean, who's going to tell this guy he sucks at anything, certainly giving speeches, especially if you can see him enjoying himself? Yeah, I've got I've got some clips of one of his speeches. Oh, thank Christ. Here. Mm. You know, I'm totally off script right now. The <laughs> Green New Deal, right? Darling, is the wind blowing today? I'd like to watch television, darling. Russia, please, if you can, get us Hillary Clinton's emails. Please, Russia, please. He asked Russia to go get the emails. We're going to look into his finance. I said, where did that come from? He always talked about Russia. The attorney general says, I'm going to recuse myself. And I said, why the hell didn't he tell me that before I put him in? Russia, 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 Russia. My wife said, you never spoke to anybody from Russia, darling. I said, that's right. President Trump is waiting for the Mueller report. He's bad. Jesus He's a bad, bad, he's a bad, bad guy. But you know what I like about this? Number one, I'm in love and you're in love. We're all in love together. We've done something that nobody's ever done. (laughs) That was his, uh, that was one of Caligula's speeches. Yeah. Oh, that was such a great speech, Caligula. Um, no, well, look, I don't think uh, Josephus uh, writing at the end of the first century mm-hmm. uh, during whoever, the, the Vespasian um, or a Flavian uh, dynasty is, is, is going to be um, making up stuff to, to put him in a good light. Um, mm-hmm. Then again, I don't really, you know, trust Josephus 100% too because he's he wrote a lot of shit right. in his uh, books. Um, Tacitus, again, writing sort of in the same period, uh, you know, I have uh, much more respect for Tacitus's stuff. Uh, and again, he doesn't have any incentive to uh, ma- try and make up stuff to make... Caligula looked good. Um, it, it is said in the ancient sources that one of the things Caligula liked doing was taking successful speeches of other people and then writing rebuttals to them <laughs> to see if he can uh, outdo the original speech. And he would also write accusations against prominent Roman citizens mm. and then write their defence and then deliver both of them <laughs> in front of live audiences <laughs> Uh, to see, you know, if they can right. make a decision on whether or not the person's guilty or innocent based on him playing both parts. I mean, if those stories are any truth to those stories, then he maybe he was actually brilliant. Right. Okay. Look, he just liked fisting people. I mean, come on. <laughs> we all There's have nothing our, wrong our with that. Our hobbies. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Well, to cut to, to the, 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 the long cut to cut what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to cut that out. Is it hour three yet? <laughs> Sadly. Don't fuck up. Don't fuck up. To cut a long story short, uh, it all started to unravel uh, a few months after he became emperor when Caligula fell Extremely ill, quite, quite ill. Uh, You saw that in the movie. Uh, In the movie, it looked like because he was sleeping with his horse in Sitatus. Don't necessarily know that that's uh, factually correct. There there was maybe something going around Rome, as there often was. And uh, anyway, he fell very ill in the autumn of 37, sometime after the 21st of September, uh, maybe a coincidence, but the Senate had just granted him the title of father of the country, Pater Patriae, on the 21st of September. And then he fell sick, and he was sick 
for about a month until late October. Very, very sick, on the verge of death, everyone thought sick. And this is one of the major turning points in his uh, reign. Yeah. Well, again, I think it's interesting. Even though he's only 24 years old, the hellacious time he probably had on Capri, not knowing if he was going to die day in and day out, and now everybody's falling over all uh, over him. He's probably out. Like you said, he's at the theater. He loves to sing and dance. He's doing horse races. He's showing himself to the people. He's, he's getting up and giving speeches in the Senate, even if they're brilliant, impromptu speeches. I mean, this guy's burning the candle at both ends, and he's doing it for months. He is going to collapse. It doesn't matter that he's uh, is only 24 years old or whatever, and he does fall ill. Either he caught something or he literally wore himself out. But the point is now, Rome is like, oh my God, are we about to lose the one guy who saved us from Tiberius and, and what's going to happen to us next? I mean, they have got to be freaking out. Some of them slept outside the Imperial residence waiting for any news whatsoever, no matter how slight, to see if there was any improvement in his condition. But like you said, this went on for quite some time, and I'm sure that the people of Rome were just freaking out about what if this guy dies. Well, I think that's a good place to end this episode, Ray. We can pick up that mm-hmm. story uh, next time. What that do you think? Rather. <laughs> well, yeah. that's the end of the anal maintenance episode, <laughs> as it will be known. And uh, I'm going to close with uh, another take of my new my new song that I wrote with love. I, I, I recorded with love thinking about you, oh. Ray. the rain.